All right, what's going on, everybody? I would like to welcome you to another episode of the No BS Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Jordan Pierce. And today, we got a special guest, somebody I've known for a very long time, been one, been somebody on my inner circle for years upon years now. Um, Mr. Brian Harris, what's going on, brother? Nothing much, nothing much. What's up with you? How you doing? I'm living, man. Same old, same old. Um, we're going to get right into it. Uh, before I ask my questions, why don't you tell the people a little bit about yourself and what you do? As he just said, my name is Brian Harris. Um, basically, I work, market, network, and build within the cannabis and CBD industry. I'm a known advocate in multiple states and areas and, you know, just basically trying to spread the good news of, you know, medicinal cannabis. That's what's up. That's what's up. So let's let's take a step back. Let's talk about your journey because you 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 haven't been where you are now. Like I, I've watched your journey, so like I know the pretty much where where you came from, um, which is a crazy story. But um, let's take a step back and uh, take it back to when you first came up with the idea of your company lifted at the moment. My man Drake said we started from the bottom. Now we <laughs> feel me. It's uh literally, bro. Like I'm not trying, you know, underestimate it. But it's like everybody else. We start, you know. I started at the bottom. I started, you know, my mom's addict. Some girl, she was hurting, and I was sitting there like, man, like I'm not trying to work. I'm not trying to like, you know, keep living this nine to five lifestyle that I feel like, you know, no disrespect to anybody that does live it. It's not made for me. You feel me? Like, I didn't choose this lifestyle, and I don't want this lifestyle, so I got to work for something else. And with any dream, if you don't work or put in any emotion, it's just going to be a dream. You feel me? So I went and actually, you know, started establishing little things that I could afford and maintain, you know, to start getting closer and closer to that point. So what brought about the idea? Like, do you remember the moment that you just like, ooh, lift that at the moment, I'm going to start. Like, that's what I'm going to call it, and that's what I'm going to start doing. Like, how did that idea, whole idea come about? Well, basically, I was uh, chilling with my girl. We was uh, just upstairs, you know, getting our vibes right, getting lifted at the moment, as you were saying. <laughs> my mom's had walked up there and was like, yeah, you know, it's always good to be lifted within the moment, no matter, you know, what situation you're going through, whether it's good or bad, because, like, you don't really understand, like, how bad a situation could be until you or somebody else's shoes are in a worse situation, and then you looking back at that and be like, damn, I should have been lifted or, you know, took gratitude in a moment that I was in before because, you know... You know, you never know what's going to happen or how it's going to hit you. So it's just like we're lifted. Like, I just look at it like, bro, I'm trying to be lifted at every moment. I'm not trying to, you know, be sitting there like, damn, like, this is going on. And I got all these stresses and, you know, negative things going on in my life that I can't even focus on keeping myself happy. So, like, we're lifted. I, I focus on everything around me that can keep me lifted, whether it's love, whether it's, you know, my religion, whether it's my family, whether it's, you know, my boys like you from me matter who it is like i just try to like you know maintain a lifted lifestyle and i keep that you know through the people the vibes everything around me i got you so it's kind of it kind of just came about through through your mom talking to you and just kind of just grasp the idea from that that's dope yeah, um, exactly. yep. okay so um let's talk about like where you are now currently uh so how how's the business going like how's the business going the past like few years well, like my boy AB said, business is booming. You feel me? It could be better, but business is booming. I'm not mad at it. Like I said, I try to stay lifted within every moment. And, um, I started, I could say, 
with nothing, really, literally nothing but, you know, a social media handle. And now I'm basically at a point where I'm franchising my store in a, a multiple states. I'm in talks with, you know, different contracts. I've been reaching out. We got the online store booming. We got the lifted boxes. Make sure you go grab one of yours. You feel me? We got everything going. And it's just, we had a really, really good point now that, honestly, I'm blessed to be in. And even anybody need help or, you know, want to get pointed, you know, you can always contact me because, yeah, I, I never thought it was going to be this far. Yeah, knowing your story, bro, I like I'm not going to like I always saw your vision, but like to see it actually like I've been there since you started this and like to see it actually come to fruition is crazy. Like that's like the first story that I've actually watched the whole entire thing. It's like a movie for real. So with all that being said, um, I understand you got a shop for those people who don't know, like you got a shop located in Morgantown, West Virginia. So um talk about that how did how did that come about what made you um want to start uh your own shop and how long have you had it and things of that nature okay well basically i started out in morgantown you know me and you both came out here to, to go to school in 2012 and mm-hmm. that's when i was going through my period of not knowing basically where i wanted to go in life whether i wanted to you know work a nine to five what i wanted to actually do we just got done off you know our our long hiatus of playing you know football like it was a lot of different things going on and it was like you know at we was at that point where we had to make a decision and with me like i said i always love using you know cannabis and i love the plant i love the growth smell everything about it and then i also knew the positive points so i was just like i want to look at the closest thing that i can do you know legally to get into this industry, which is head shop. So I did the research. I looked around, you know, went to my local head shop, seen what their products were, seen their prices, tried to run, you know, any type of learning I could, just like I looked at it like school, anything I could to pass my test in life, you know, I, I was writing and bringing it in and just trying to basically become the best in my industry and my craft. I feel you. And I want to say this, too, for everybody listening. I was not the biggest advocate. <laughs> Brian can attest to this. I was not the biggest advocate of cannabis early on. I really wasn't. I couldn't stand it, to be honest. Um, but due to this man and his journey and his knowledge that he's placed on me, I actually like it. Like I have, I don't see nothing wrong with it. I don't, I don't see nothing wrong with it. I'm actually a big advocate for it now as far as like its health reasons and stuff like that and, um, the growth of it, especially like the CBD aspect too, like that everybody's kind of talking about now. So yeah, man. So it's not just like, it's not just, uh, how can I put it? It's not just for like fun. It's like health reasons and I never heard of it in like a health way until you kind of brought it to my attention i think like freshman year of college because like people don't know you know what i mean yeah and i totally understand because i look at it like you know everybody looks at it well i try to because i look at any type of situation in both feet so i look at the people that don't smoke it and i look at the people that do smoke it and like i gotta also look you know with everything you know it's always gonna be those people that give off the wrong image with it but then it's also gonna be those people that don't have any type of knowledge and is straight ignorance of the fact of what it actually is and when you get those people that's the scary people because they start making you know all of these different you know rumors and false things like you know people overdose off marijuana which has never happened anything like that you know like little things like that but you know for a person like if you never mess with the plant never dealt with it and the first person you come into contact with about it tells you hey look 
you know, this is a drug. It should be looked at like cocaine or heroin or something that, you know, is a real true schedule one drug that actually kills people and can't be grown in your backyard off of natural sunlight and be, you know, connected to CBD cannabinoids in your brain. Like, it's just, I don't know. I just feel like it's a different thing when you start talking about it in that demeanor. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I know you understand now, but it's just like when you look at like how far the plant actually stretches and connects to us in so many different ways it's like how can you knock it once you do get that knowledge and once you just like you said you got that knowledge so it's like how can you yeah it's different now i know now like it's a cbd craze everybody's talking about it and kind of bigging it up now and stuff like that but you had this knowledge you came to me with this knowledge back in what 2012 2013 like you just that was just through research or like did somebody actually like sit you down and talk to you about it there was research bro was the love of it when you watch football nobody had to come to you and say hey bro like how do you hold this after a while it was just you loved that thing so much you didn't put the research the time the work in how many games you done played and you know workouts look at the extra workouts you done learned having to like you know play football you could be a whole physical trainer yeah. But it was just the craft around the love, and that's what it was with me. You feel me? The love of the plant brought me in all the extra knowledge. It just was, you know, the bounce off of it. So, through the times that, like I said, you've been on this journey for quite some time, yeah. Like, how would you say what? What, five years? Maybe a little longer? Yeah, like seven. Like seven, seven, I would say, is like my official time. I'll say the last five is like how long my business has been actually like you know, on paperwork, but seven is like, I feel like where you, you know, the draw in the dreams and everything else got conceived. But yeah, within the last five years, the businesses, the EINs and LLCs then came about. Okay. Seven years total within this seven year span, what year would you say you became profitable? Ooh, that is a good question because honestly, it depends in with profit, I feel like it all depends on the actual person and where they're sitting and what they actually want and, you know, conceive of as profit. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm always investing. So even when I make a profit, to me, it never feels like that just because of the fact that it's going back into it. You get what I'm exactly. saying? Like, I'm just I'm trying to get bigger. But to actually say that, yeah, like, I actually got to start spending money, taking trips, I'm... I'll say like my third year in, I actually got to start seeing, you know, some of the fruits of my labor when it came to actual, you know, taking trips and actually, you know, being at different events and being known as my company and as my brand. It probably took around like three years. Three years. Okay. So three years of hard work. Y'all hear that? Got to put in the time, man. Got to put in the time. And so obviously seven years in, you're not where you want to get to yet. So um, where is uh, Lift at the Moment going? Where are you trying to, to go with this brand? With this brand, I'm trying to be the network and the face or one of the many faces of the cannabis industry. But like when I say face, I want to be a store like how you think of Walmart and Target and, you know, all of these other big, big, uh, you know, commercial stores when you start start thinking about grocery shopping or something like that's one of the first things that pop in your head or walmart or mm-hmm. i gotta go target you know that's how i want to be looked at when somebody says cannabis or cbd or anything within this industry i want them to be like oh well i know i can go through lifted at the moment and get connected with whatever i need within the industry and that's my final and strong goal but right now like at this present time it's 
basically building, franchising, and just spreading, you know, the good, good word and not the negative word of the plan. Got you. Got you. Um, so I understand that you just recently, uh, did, um, what is it? The Cannabis Cup? That's what it's called, right? Yep. The High Times Cannabis High Cup. Times. So yeah. how, talk about that. How was that experience? That experience, and if you have an experience, I always try to tell everybody is a must go to thing because it actually gets to show you one, the environment that, you know, the weed industry, cannabis industry, that what it can create, but then what it's already created. And you can see how many lives has changed, how many people has touched, how many doctors, how many companies, and just good business is around this. So it's just like, it's definitely a go-to experience. It's not even something that I can actually explain in words to make a person really understand it, if you get what I'm saying. It's, it's something really, really changing, like life-changing. I go to, you know, at least two or three a year been to two this summer i went to one in june in cleo michigan and then we went right back in detroit and i was supposed to go to oklahoma two weekends ago but little things ran into it but literally it's every time it's 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 worthwhile it's never been a time where i've regretted going or anything like that and i've always made good connections networks so if you're in this industry that's definitely a place that i feel like you know you should try to start out or at least get to to start getting a feel for the industry because it's always going to be there people willing to work network and you know put in work which there was a dude out there bro selling uh creatine and cbd powder and uh all these muscle builders and all this natural stuff all through cbd and when i seen her i was thinking about you i'm like man but yeah but i'm telling you that's crazy yeah for everybody yeah yeah that's crazy they they really have something out there for everybody i didn't know you could do that so you could do a lot with um the actual plant yes a lot of different properties it goes into a lot of different you know foods drinks different cleaning products like honestly my girl uses cbd bro to clean her acne from her pores you get what i'm saying like she stopped using all makeup and only uses cbd oil uh i could read it right here it's called the cannabis sativa seed oil herbal concentrate for blemish prone skin and literally it's by kyle's k-i-e-h-l-s and literally bro her acne, all that stuff, then cleared up off of it. That's so, crazy. Like, any pimples she didn't have, like, she washes her face with that CBD face wash, and that's all gone. The power plant, man. <laughs> that's money, a... they, they lie when they say money ain't grow on trees. <laughs> word, like word. This. Speaking of that, um, I read something, uh, I'll forget, uh, don't get me lying. I don't know if it was like recently or a couple months ago, but I read something that's saying, I think it was by like 2020 or 2021 that it was like projected to be like a multi-billion dollar industry or something like that, the cannabis industry. So, um, like talk a little bit about that. Well, Colorado, I know last May they hit a billion dollars themselves, mm. you know, since they've been recreational and they've only been recreational for the last four years so you know from 2012 no 2014 at the end of 2014 they became wreck and with them becoming a wreck and making a billion dollars in four years four and a half five years that can already show you the power but then when you start talking about the industry in a whole i honestly don't even feel like they can calculate how much money is going to truly come out of this industry because of how much money it already generates you get what i'm saying like mm-hmm. it's it's in its New fields being built every day, bro. Hemp CBD was in the first Model T, the Ford car. Hemp's been found in that. Hemp is so strong it can be turned into a metal. So you're talking about metal that wow. can be made. Hemp is strong enough and weak enough to become paper. So now even people who make paper out of it. So you got paper, you got clothing. They're actually replacing cotton with hemp. 
So wow. like, there's so many different industries that it's tapping into. It's like for it to say, oh yeah, directly off of the cannabis industry, yeah, it might be a hundred billion. But honestly, I feel like just because of how versatile the plant is, it's going to tap into so so many other industries that it's going to make so much more money than people have ever even imagined because it's new products. Now that we get to actually work with the plant and the more it becomes legal, we get to work with it even more and they're making new chemicals, new products and everything, you know, derived directly off of the plant. Mm, that's crazy. That is crazy. I did not know it could be turned into a metal. That's crazy. Like it's so much. Yeah, it's definitely a power plant. So how, um, Speaking of recreational, how many do you know how many states are recreational at the, at the moment? Offhand, um, right now I think we're at total of like ten or eleven, but offhand I'm not too too sure because I try to hit everyone, but like I know with Alaska, I probably wasn't gonna be out there. <laughs> <laughs> not person that really like the cold, but it's like that, you know where. Don't get me wrong, I, I, I respect it and I still love that the plane's going recreational everywhere. I think it should be recreational worldwide, but it's, it's like so many places now, every other day that's becoming wreck and not even just wreck with medical and decriminalized. It's like it's really starting to become hard to keep up with it just because of how many people, and it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing to me. I love that. So what excites you the most about, uh, I guess you could say the future of the cannabis industry? Honestly, what excites me the most is people like you. That's what excites me the most. <laughs> the people that, you know, when I first met you, you know how it was. You looked at that plant like every other drug. Like, you looked at it, you hated the smell of it, you want to go near it, you know. Mm-hmm. And now that you got the knowledge of it, you know, you would be in a rally right there, right next to me. You feel me fighting for <laughs> actually seeing that and seeing it bring people together and then honestly seeing like you know the people with epilepsy when you got kids you know six seven five going through you know multiple seizures a day and you see you know their parents say they're eating 15 16 different types of pills a day and then they say well one drop of cbd oil or you know the actual cannabis oil that boom they don't need the pills and the seizures have cut down dramatically so it's like things like that and then to think about all of the actual new, you know, findings they'll actually be able to find out about it because the plant is becoming legal and all the different things is going to still be able to help to this day because all the knowledge we got, bro, is off of before the prohibition or, you know, some illegal research that somebody did that wasn't even really in the United States because with it being a Schedule One drug, no, no research was being done on it. So it's like there's going to be so many new findings and, you know, different helps tips and stuff like that coming about the plan that I'm, I'm honestly like i said that's my excitement right there like finding all the new things that it can actually do and help yeah that's crazy yeah because i didn't know like i'm still kind of amazed that it could be turned into a metal like that's crazy to the me the first model t look it up bro the first car had him. that is crazy that's crazy it's a power plant for real um let's talk about um let's go back let's take a step back again um and talk about like the process uh what kept you motivated through the whole time you say you've been in this thing for like seven years after uh three years you kind of um saw the fruits of your labor a little bit so in them first three years what kept you motivated the whole time i mean even to this day i don't want you to think just because i said the first three years is when i've seen a profit that's my problem stop life is life you're gonna get that regardless and 
I feel as though, like, what keeps me motivated through, you know, even up to these curtain day losses, and even when I first started and I didn't have, you know, all the tangible things to show me what my dream would be, what kept me motivated, bro, was myself. Like, who better to love yourself than yourself? Who better to keep yourself, you know, focused and on it than yourself? Because at the end of the day, who's going to take care of yourself better than yourself? And that's how I look at it. Like, if I'm going to sit there and, you know, mope about it and try to change my life, ain't nobody going to come into my life and be like, hey, Jordan, you know what we're going to do today? We're going to change your life. We're going to start right now. We're going to do everything you need to make your life better. I'm saying if it is somebody out there like that, don't get me wrong. They're a blessing. I'm happy it is somebody out there like that. But in my life, where I come from, (laughs) I have never met anyone like that. So, like, yeah, it's people that give tips, and I'm not expecting nobody to, you know, give you the full ride or whatever, but it's just the fact that, like, I'm staying motivated because I know this is life. This is what, like, you know, I was supposed to be here doing, like, and that's what a person, they got to know this is what they're supposed to be doing. That's where you stay motivated. You stay motivated knowing you waking up doing something, one, you want to do, and then not even just that, something that you are only allowing yourself to do. Nobody got to wake up and hit no timer and say, hey, B, it's time to open up your store. If I don't open my store, bro, my store will be closed. You get what I'm saying? Like, And that right there, nobody's going to lose money or not be able to pay their bills but me. And then that started to affect my other life and other people that I got tied in with my dreams now. So it's like the pressure of just keeping myself afloat always kept me motivated. You get what I'm saying? Because it's like where I come from, and you know, because we come from the same area, bro, like people don't get blessings every day like this. And then not even just that, just to say you get the blessing of life the next day. That right there was already enough because, you know, where we come from, we done lost so many. You feel me? In the last five years, we've been out of school since 2012, and I don't even know how many people didn't die. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so, and with me being so far away and it hitting me, it was like that right there. I'm telling you, bro, it keeps, it keeps the fire going. Like, you don't want to stop. Like, because it's like, you know, how can you take time for granted knowing that, you know, somebody that was living life just like you, time that got cut short for whatever the reason may be they timed and got cut short and i know they didn't predict that you couldn't have went to anybody in our graduation class and be like hey do you think you're gonna die by 2016 yeah. or 2019 yeah. and that right there that fear factor right there bro makes me want to leave a legacy so big and that's why i say I'll, it's for myself because it's like when i see all these people die it's like they got to go back to high school or you feel me something to draw up what this person is doing yeah. but it's just like when I die, bro, I want to leave one of them stories where they got to be like, yo, that boy from high school all the way through, like he did this, he didn't went there, he didn't seen this, he didn't touch that, he didn't live life. And that's my goal. That's what's making me motivated, bro, because there's nobody else that's going to come and do that for me but me. Like, regardless, yeah, I, I don't get me wrong, I'm on a trip. You know, I got the bread, you coming, you my brother. <laughs> but, but that's where I'm like, it's, it's still different on the aspect of like, you know, like, you coming on a trip, but, like, me saying, yo, bro, look, we about to build this business and change lives. Yeah. And that's where I'm at with it, bro. And that's what I'm on. Like, that's where, with my whole mental keeping focus, bro, I'm trying to change lives. I'm trying to, you know, change my life. I'm trying to leave a legacy. I'm trying to help motivate. Like my boy Nip said, man, RIP to the GOAT, the great. Like, and that right there keep motivated, too. There's so many little things, bro. But basically, it all falls down to, you. like I said, leaving a legacy and, you know, being remembered at the end of the day for something that, you know, was bigger than yourself. That's what's up. And that's crazy that you said that because I always, I've always looked at life as like, 
Like, obviously, I feel like everybody's sole purpose on this earth is to find out what their purpose is. Actually, me and Gretchen were just talking about this, too. So um, I look at life as far as, like, once you find out what you're doing, just run that race. Like, don't worry about nobody else. And, like, I, I think that will keep you motivated in of itself because you get, uh, like, a certain drive and a certain passion behind it because it, it is legitly what you're supposed to be doing. So you don't really even consider it work, you know what I mean, even if you're getting paid for it. And it's like some people find their passion or their purpose, I should say, um, some people find it at different ages. You know what I mean? Some people find it early, some people find it late. And I always was, I was just telling her, I was like, it's crazy because even in my inner circle, we all are finding our purpose at different times. Like you found yours early as hell. And, but it shows. You get what I'm saying? So like, cause we, we was talking about like comparisons and stuff like that, whatever. Like in people's lives, like how some people just try to like compare their stuff to others. We were saying you really can't do that because it's not your season yet and you might not have found your purpose yet. So it was kind of crazy. Like, um, that you say that and you just stay motivated because it's just like yourself because you honestly just legitly found your purpose at a young age. Like some, so somebody, people that are listening, like if you haven't found your purpose yet or like you see somebody that's like doing big things or anything like that, don't ever like compare yourself. Don't ever think fall down on yourself. They just found their purpose earlier than you did. Like exactly. that's all that is. Once you find it, you'll be crazy motivated. You're not going to need no like extra motivation. Like, yeah, time's going to get tough, but like you said, that's life. So just keep, just stay motivated. But it's kind of funny that you say that. Cause I just like literally just was talking to her about that earlier. And, and it's like, you can't also look at it just like you were saying, if you're off of it, if you are worried about another person's plate, how are you eating? Because you over there worried about somebody else. And that's always been my goal, bro. Even when I didn't have it, I didn't know what I was doing. I was never worried about what else somebody else is. Yeah, don't get me wrong. If somebody asked me for help or something, but like I'm saying, I was never, let me fix that. I was never hating yeah. or downplaying what somebody else is doing because I don't have enough time to. If I got enough time to sit here and put together on why he shouldn't be there or why he's doing what he's doing and I'm not, I'm already failing because I should be doing or moving towards something that I should be doing instead of worried about what he's doing. You get what I'm saying? And yeah. th that to me has always been like, you know, something major to where it's like a lot of people get lost and sidetracked because they focus on the wrong things. You worry about love and hip hop when you need to be worried about your own love, which life is <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot of little things like that. And it's like the society, it shows within, you know, a lot of different people just off of the traits and things that's you know became accept acceptable you feel me within the society because people are so worried about the next person and appealing to the next person rather than you know being happy within themselves and that's the one thing i can can say about me bro like from and i'm hoping everybody else can my demeanor on who i have been has never changed i've been the same person since Day one, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I can say that. I can attest to that. You've been the same person. And you've grown in a good way, but I'm saying that overall, yeah, you've been the same person since I've met you. And, and that's what I'm saying because I didn't touch, bro. Like you know, crazy amounts of money. Like bought fifty thousand, sixty thousand dollar necklaces, sitting crazy. You feel me? And mm -hmm. it's like even with me grabbing and touching all of that stuff, bro. I would never let the money change me. I would never let, you know, another person's perception on the way that I'm living or the things that I'm doing change me. Like, basically, like, not changing for nobody unless you know at the end of the day you changing for the better. And that's the little things that I did change. But when you change for the better, nobody and everybody that loves you, bro, they're going to say everything you just said. I ain't changed. Because I ain't had, I did change, but I ain't changed in a way that affected our relationship. Yeah, or nah. changed in a way to where you had to look at me funny. Yeah. I only changed in a way that, you know, 
was making life better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for somebody yeah. that loves you or, you know, wants the best for you, of course you're not going to say that's changed. Because you know why? That was supposed to happen. Just like your business is going to blow and that's supposed to happen. Just like what I'm doing right now is supposed to happen. And anybody listening to this that got something going on, that good energy and everything that's going to happen is going on right now is going to happen. Why? Because it's supposed to. And as long as you stay focused on that, that's, that's how literally, bro, it's going to go down. Like, because focus and that force look behind that, bro, it's nothing, nothing that can stop it. And then when you add consistency, that right there is the chemical to success. Focus and consistency. I promise you, you apply pressure to both of them, whatever you want to do. And I guarantee you, you're going to blow up. I don't care what it is. Dang, that's, that's deep. I like that. I, I was about to ask you for some words of wisdom, but you done gave it already. <laughs> that's, that's what's up, though. That's what's up. So, um, we about to uh, we about to get out of here, but real quick, I like to um, pretty much ask everybody to because like no bottom shelf uh, is pretty much like living your life, like whatever it is that you paint it, um, you going after there, you getting it, you not settling. So describe a day in that lifestyle, your no bottom shelf lifestyle. Think about that lifestyle that you want to live. And describe a day in that lifestyle for me. Well, a day in the life of me, you know, I wake up, you know, I'm getting lifted at the moment, first thing, because that's the thing that gets me focused, you know, let me get my meditation on. Then, you know, I get me a good breakfast, you know, try to go all green, smoothies, fruits, you know, good stuff, keep myself living long. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, go down to my double door garage, jump in one of my foreign vehicles <laughs> and head to, you know, a beautiful, beautiful shop or business that I created from the ground up, being able to give different people that I know come from a lifestyle that I live a different way out, you know, not doing the regular way that people want, the nine to fives. I'm, all my employees can tell you they love me, and I don't even look at them employees. They're my people. They work with me. We, we business people. That's what I call them. They're my business people because I don't feel like it's levels to success. You get what I'm saying? Like it is and it isn't. Mm. when it comes to like when people be like oh I'm the boss no you just the person that's giving direction because you like you said seen something a little bit before somebody mm-hmm. but who is for me to sit there and say oh because you working for somebody you're not a boss you're a boss I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm not so like me being successful and like that that literally to me is a good day like bro like going and knowing that i'm creating a boss or helping the boss be motivated to find their purpose and literally leading them on to what they love not even directly through me you get what i'm saying like i got people that rap i got people that you know are building industries building clothing lines building whatever and however i can help i try to and literally bro that's the successful day for me i ain't nothing else that i go behind it and make sure that you know i stay lifted at the moment throughout the whole thing outside of that you feel me every day just brings us next test and i'm ready to face it that's what's up we all heard it from mr lifted at the moment himself um a day in his lifestyle that's dope any last words for uh for anybody that was in a similar situation to you when you started or just anybody that is out there that might not feel motivated or that would like to get in the cannabis industry um what advice would you have for them stop thinking so much get out do it connect to whoever and whatever you can in your circle and your means don't think it's not obtainable until you try it and if that door don't open go knock on another one i'm telling you one of them gonna open and just keep grinding keep grinding keep grinding and i'm telling you you're gonna find that diamond hey i like that i like that so we go in there um real quick tell the people where they can find you 
you find me at uh, Brian is lifted on Instagram, lifted at the moment on all social media platforms, lifted at the moment.com. Get your lifted gear, merchandise, and uh, that's pretty much it. All right. Well, you heard it from him. We're going to definitely have you on the uh, podcast again. I appreciate your time. I know you're a busy man, so I very much do appreciate your time. Um, you already know, my brother. Anytime, anytime for you, bro. <laughs> I feel you. All right. We're going to get out of here. Uh, definitely easy, my All right. Peace.